1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season two. It's episode 90. Cubs free agent hitting options for 2024. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on the socials Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook. Or, of course, email Crowley and I at fly the W670 at gmail.com. Crowley, happy uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Have we gotten too old for Blackout Wednesday?
0: Uh, you're never too old for a good blackout. I mean, it, it'll help you the next morning. You can soak it up with whatever kind of birds you're eating. Most people eat turkey. I eat Cardinal for the holidays. So uh, <laughs> whatever whatever it is, man, it's always it, you're never too old to have fun. That's always been my theory.
1: All right. So in this segment, Crowley, we are going to talk about potential Cubs free agent hitters that we're going to add to the lineup of Craig Council.
0: Yeah, in the last episode, we looked at the front-end pitchers uh, that the Cubs would be kicking the tires on. This time, we're looking at the bats. And when Cody Bellinger opted out of his contract, the, the big question is, how do the Cubs make up for his offensive numbers? Not only that, you want to kind of go a little bit further so that the Cubs can take that next step. Um, if, uh, like last time, we we kind of take a look at the budget really quick, we know that the Cubs' payroll in 2024 right now they are currently at 168 million dollars. Dustin, I did look into that five million and yes, he is going to get that. Cody Bellinger, we talked in the last episode. So I did double check. It was part of the deal. So wow. Uh, so he will get that $5 million that he's walking away with. So the Cubs will own $5 million for 2024.
1: And then he won He – didn't he win a million dollars for uh, comeback, comeback player? player of the year. Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: and, and so, you know, that you see a lot more of that in contra- – that's always kind of been in contracts, but you see more and more of it. The opt-outs, the no-trade clauses, um, bonuses for certain performance goals. And so, you know what? Hey, good on him. He's going to do it. So knowing that the Cubs do have a, a fair amount of money to work with, again – there's no, you know, the 237 million is is the is the luxury tax. That's that's the first tier of the luxury tax and it's not really that big of a deal. It's when you become when you hit that second and third tier that they really start penalizing the teams. And so, you know, you you have at least you know, close to 50 to 60 million dollars to work with here, Dustin. So, a lot of money, it's just a question of how do you want to spend it.
1: Well, and they so, have to add a hitter, Crowley. Okay, that that is that. There is no question that they have to add a hitter. It's just what kind of hitter and where does that hitter play in the field or is that hitter strictly a DH?
0: And so, with that in mind, we are we know that the outfielder, catcher, and middle infielder are set. So we're going to fo- focus on the corner infielders and the DH. So at first base, going through the list of Cubs first basemen since Anthony Rizzo left, do we have like, to? Do
1: we have to? It's <laughs> like looking at a list
0: of Bears quarterbacks in the last 30 yeah, years.
1: There you go. Well played. Frank,
0: I threw that in there. Frank Swindell, PJ Higgins, Alfonso Rivas, Patrick Wisdom, David Bode, Jared Young, Trey Mancini, Eric Cosmer, Matt Mervis are some of the names that have played since 2021, Dustin. That's only like two and a half seasons ago. Yeah. Um, the season ended with Cody Bellinger and Jaime Candelario taking turns playing first, but both are now free agents, so the Cubs have to decide what they want to do. The list isn't the greatest, but we'll look who's out there. Obviously, the the obvious solution would be to bring back Cody Bellinger with the Cubs. Um, That's what the fans, I think, would want. They took a chance on Bellinger signing him to a one-year $17.5 pillow contract, and boy, did he deliver. 26 homers, he stole 20 bases, had an 881 OPS, and and produced a career-best 15.7 strikeout percentage on his way to winning the Comeback Player of the Year Award that we mentioned earlier.
1: Another million dollars, by the way. Right. Boom.
0: Jim Bowden. We talked about his athletic article, making some of these predictions. Great. And subscribe to athletic. Great, great uh, information in there. But they, he predicts six years, $144 million a year for Bellinger service. He has the Cubs, Yankees, Giants, Mariners, Blue Jays, and guardians all in on his services. So six years, Dustin, 144. What are we looking at there? You know, a little bit over $20 million a year, right? Yep. There are some red flags, though. The big question is, is what he did last season sustainable, right? In 2017, he was the Rookie of the Year. 2018, he was the NLCS MVP. In 2019, he won the NL MVP, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove. He struggled so he was in,
1: Mickey so he was Mickey Mantle for 3 years.
0: Right. Now he struggled in 2023 that was that weird COVID 60 game season. So hard to kind of glean a lot of numbers out of there. And when celebrating a home run, apparently he, someone high-fived him too hard and he hurt his shoulder. And he struggled. One of the worst players in baseball in 2021 and 2022. So much so that the Dodgers non-tendered him in 2023. And that's when the Cubs kind of came in. Now, Dustin, as great as Bellinger was in 2023, he ranked in the bottom third among regularly used hitters in exit velocity, barrel percentage, and hard hit percentage. In a piece in the New York Post, Joel Sherman interviewed David Ross and uh, Andy Green, so former coach, former bench coach, and Ross said, quote, Cody, for me, metrically, is not going to jump off the page. He doesn't hit the ball the hardest of anybody or have this super disciplined approach, but his back-to-ball skills are one of those things I haven't seen in a long time for a player that produced the way he did this year with power, gap-to-gap ability, stolen bases. Putting the ball in play was his skill set that really stood out to me. He also added, and the ability to play first base is real. He gets great jumps from the outfield, but he played a great first base, obviously. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone with that kind of skill set, center and first base, but I think it's real. He gained confidence in his strength uh, component as the season went on. The defense is what really stood out to me. Thoughts, Dustin?
1: Well, my first thought is I I like Cody Bellinger a lot. I I think that that contract is okay. It doesn't. It does. I don't think it kills anybody if that's what it. If that's what they're projecting, I, I could live with that. I'm wondering, do the Cubs see him as a first baseman or a center fielder? What does he see himself as? Does he want to play first base? Is first base too boring for him? Is he willing to bat second or third in the lineup? Because it appeared, hes I think he started maybe even batting six or seven. And it took until forever for him to be batting cleanup. He never went above cleanup unless it was a really odd day. He batted fourth. He batted between fourth and sixth, the majority of his at-bats last year. And th- there's something different batting in the top three than there is batting in the bottom six. They're, they're, it's different. It's it's not the same. So, you know, can he do that in the two or the three-hole? Maybe. Does he want to be a first baseman? I don't know. I hate saying I don't know. But I don't know. Did, do you even remember him being asked? I mean, if he, if he, he, if he had a preference, if he cared, and I wonder – I wonder if he cares about that. I wonder if first base maybe is boring. Do you make more money as a first baseman? Do you make more money as a center fielder? I know your career probably gets extended as a first baseman as opposed to center field. So I just wonder if there's a spot that he'd rather be in. Or maybe, just maybe, he loves the idea of doing both, which he might be able to do only here with the Cubs.
0: I think that I think that's the thing. I think he'd prefer to play outfield, but maybe he can do some first and some center field. Who knows? It is a unique set. I've never seen anyone be able to play a Gold Glove center fielder and first baseman. So, as Ross said, like that just blows your mind.
1: Yeah, see Patrick uh, Wisdom. Yeah.
0: you know, uh, no, um, I I'd prefer not. I love Patrick I don't want to see him in center. We'll him no, in first, no, and, yeah, no, right. no, 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 thank so, you. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I am, I, you know. It, it's it just is nervous, you know. I, I mean, the pillow contract, great. It, it's just a question of you're going to give a guy a lot of money, and 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 was it just injuries and change of scenery that changed it for Bellinger? There's no way to tell. You're taking a little bit of gamble, but anytime you give these contracts out, it's a gamble, right? Right. So you know, it, it, it's it, I do get concerned about the fact that he's just not a guy that hits the ball hard, but I do like the the bat on ball skills. So um, I wouldn't mind having him back at all. Uh, oh, no. I, listen, at, I, at I, that, I, at that I, price point, at that price point at six years, 144, I do not have a problem with
1: Yeah, that. I just, for some reason, I feel like he's, he's looking for 200 million. I, I think I'm that thinking, 144 is low.
0: I'm thinking that he is going to want to play center more than first. And so that's kind of my concern as well. Right. Now, the guy that we've talked about lately, uh, Reese Hoskins, Just like the Cubs rolled the dice on Bellinger, would they be willing to do the same with Reese Hoskins? He tore his ACL in 2023 in spring training and missed the entire season. But when he was healthy, the Philly slugger provided the -the middle-of-the-order power and the ability to get on base via the walk. So he's not just a guy who hits home runs and then strikes out a bunch, right? He he has good on-base skills. In 2022, he hit 30 home runs and slashed 246, 332, 462. That was the second time in Hoskins' career that he hit 30 home runs. In 2019, he led the NL in walks with 116. So seeing a slugger lead the league in walks is a really good thing.
1: Yeah, that doesn't happen very often, though.
0: (laughs) That being said, Hoskins is a below average defender at first. In 2022, he had a negative 14.6 ranking of fan graphs. So out of 18 qualified first basemen in MLB in 2022, his defense ranked 16th. Dustin, uh, the uh, the contract looks like it's going to be one year, from anywhere to twelve to seventeen million. How are you about rolling the dice on Mr. Hoskins, Dustin?
1: Well, if you strike out, hopefully not, on Cody Bellinger, I I don't mind it for a one-year pillow, fifteen million dollars. You've got a good enough shortstop and a good enough second baseman, where I don't know that you have to have the best defender over at first base. You don't have to be digging out a lot of balls that those guys throw so i'm i'm not i'm not against it but then you know like reese hop reese hopkins seems to go really good with shohei otani right like that 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 would seem to be why you would have a reese hoskins on your team not because you didn't have bellinger when you didn't have otani
0: Right. And so, you know, it's an interesting one. I don't know, you know, I know how much the Cubs are valuing defense, so I don't know how much that's going to enter into the equation, but uh, we talked about John Maley being back with the team and somebody that tutored Hoskins when he was with Philadelphia. So just definitely one to keep your eye out. And Dustin, after Bellinger and Hoskins, the the pickings get quite slim. Um, Carlos Delgado is a switch hitter nearing the end of his career had a ho- solid season starting off with the Pirates and then getting traded to the Brewers. Um, or I'm sorry, Carlos Santana, not Carlos Delgado. Carlos Santana. He had a solid season starting off with the Pirates and going to the Brewers. In Milwaukee, he really picked up the Brewers and helped propel them to the postseason. He was that shot in the arm because the Brewers were struggling at first base. Uh, if you saw in the non-tender deadline, they got rid of Rowdy Telez. So they're not doing that anymore. And Santana slashed two forty three eighteen four twenty nine. 429 he had 23 home runs and 86 RBIs and plays good defense. Dustin Santana is 38 years old and projects to sign a one-year $8 million contract. So definitely not as interesting as the other two. But
1: No, and and again, you can – now, you know, if we get down to Santana, right, that means that you got Bellinger and he only wants to play center, okay, and then you also got a pitcher, like a high-end pitcher. And then, okay, then I can – I can live with
0: Santana. So when you look at the first baseman on the market and the war wins above a replacement players, Reese Hoskins is 2.3 war and he's only 31 years old. Carlos Santana's next with 38 with 2.7 war Brandon belt. It's 36 with a 2.4 war. Um, you know, obviously you remember him with the giants uh, Donovan Solano 36 with 1.8 war. And then you start getting lower and you're just kind of like, do you really want Dan Vogelbach back at 31 1.5 war? Or G Man Choi, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean Vogelbach. You know, again, like you could, you could sell me on Vogelbach if you got Otani, right? I mean, Uh, there, there are, there are. You can't, you can get me there, but it's got to be because you did some other amazing things.
0: As much as I like, I like big boys. Um, I would say, uh, nah, I'm, I'm not in on that. I'm, I'm not. I can't even. You, know, get you
1: there.
0: okay uh, it's it's not going to do it. It, it. I'm I'm really kind of like I said, if they're going to do a free agent, Bellinger and Reese Hoskins are clearly. I mean, obviously Bellinger's by far the best. One, of, I would say probably the second best hitter in this free agent class.
1: Behind um, Otani, Hoskins, right? Okay. right?
0: Hoskins would be a, a good guy to kind of look at. And so, other than that, I, I, you know, I I don't know how many of these kind of deals are going to. You know, the pillow contracts and stuff like that. You know, whether you go with Hoskins or Delgado or something. I don't know. Um, so that that's what we got for first base. Uh, much like the Cubs have struggled to find a third base first baseman since Rizzo left, the Cubs haven't found anyone to fill the shoes of Chris Bryant since he left. Now, one name that is clearly at the top of the third base free agent class is Matt Chapman. One of the best defensive third basemen in the game. Three-time Gold Glove winner. Uh, if you if you think about a, an infield defense with uh, Chapman at third, Dansby at short, Nico at second, I mean, you are talking about some amazing run prevention. Last year, he slashed 240, 330, 424. He had 39 doubles and scored 66 runs in 140 uh, games. But his strikeout numbers are going up and his home run numbers are going down. He hit 27 home runs in 2021, which you would take, and in 2022. But he only hit 17 this year, and 54 RBIs. Okay, and so you know, for a guy that's 30 years old, right, and, and and you know, the the number, the contract number they're looking at is six years, 127, which is similar to Bellinger's, is what they have there. Um, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if, if if third base is where I want to put my money right now.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Um, might be some cheaper options out there, but based on what we've talked about a little bit in today's podcast and what we've talked about in the past, and that is the Cubs' love affair with the uh, with the glove. This guy makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, I just don't like the six years, one twenty-seven. Um, if you listen to the last podcast and we talked to Kyle, Gla- uh, yeah, Kyle Glazer, and there is the Cubs' number three prospect is Matt Shaw. And he's a guy that could project to play third base. Now, again, it's a prospect, it's a gamble, but I don't know how much right. I want to give Chapman a, a six-year deal. He doesn't do it to me that for me for me that much, I guess.
1: But I mean, let's 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 say you don't get Otani, you don't get Bellinger. Is this where you go? Do you go with do you go with Reese Hopkins and Matt Chapman? Um, you know, I don't know. Or does it, that it, feel it, like it, it, does it, that feel like a a, a bunt single? It mean, feels feel like a bunch like? single,
0: especially if you're going to be given Chapman six years and, and he only hit 17 home runs now. if right, you're looking, six, And you're
1: looking for pop, right? You're, right. You're I'm looking, looking for pop. For, you're looking for pop in this lineup, right?
0: Right. Now, a good option, one that the Cubs had, uh, we, we got to ask ourselves, is the third time the charm for Jaime Candelario. He signed with the Cubs as an f- international free agent in 2010, Dustin. Played a few games for the Cubs in 2016 and 27, got his ring in 2016 before being traded to Detroit. He signed with the Nationals in 2023, and then the Cubs acquired him in the trade deadline in August. He's a switch hitter, Dustin, and he slashed 251, 342, 48, 481 with 22 home runs and 70 RBIs. And those numbers would have been better if a back injury that he sustained probably mid to late August and was finally put on the IL in mid September. Um, didn't hurt him that I mean that hurt those hurt hurt his numbers the other thing Dustin is that he can play both third and first for the Cubs like Mm -hmm. he did last Mm -hmm. season he is a better defensive third baseman than a first baseman but Bowden predicts two years 15 million dollars and to me that is something that interests you know it's just a small deal and and again you know if he can hit 20 home runs now if you remember when we had Bruce Levine on the podcast, yep. this was a nugget that he put up that that the agent was not necessarily happy that the Cubs really haven't contacted him since the season ended. I don't know. Um, you know, these guys always play games as far as head games and trying to do whatever they can. But I, I, I like Candelario. I, I like I said, I'm just disappointed that, you know, I think if he would have stayed healthy, that might have meant the Cubs get in the postseason and who knows what would have happened. But you know, for only two years at 15 million dollars, a guy that you know pretty much hits 20 home runs a year. I, I, I'm not. I, I'm curious about that one.
1: Yep. Yeah. That uh, I, I think there's something there. I, I, I mean, Bruce wouldn't have said it just to say it. I, I bet the agent is ticked off, and I think it uh, it screams loudly. But again, they, they don't have to rush to get Candelario. Right. Let, let's see what else. Let's see what else happens. Let's see what other teams are saying about Candelario. So I haven't I have not heard his name mentioned anywhere at all.
0: Now, Dustin, I'm gonna throw a name out there and it's gonna be a little bit surprising. Another guy that can play third and first, he can also DH, Justin Turner. He is 39 years old, but last season for the Red Sox, Dustin, Turner slashed 276, 345, 455, 31 doubles, 23 home runs, and 96 RBIs. Great clubhouse guys. Bowden has him at one year, twelve million dollars. I remember hating seeing Turner on the other side with all that big red hair, especially in the postseason against the Cubs. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, he's you, another you, one. You, you know, get me Otani, I can handle Justin Turner. Get me Bellinger, I can handle Justin Turner. You know, Justin Turner is not is like try, is he trying to play with all the iconic teams, right? LA Dodgers. Boston Red Sox. Now he wants to dip his toe into the Cubby Kingdom. Yeah, you know, I'm okay with it, but it, it again, it can't be Reese Hopkins and Justin Turner and let's win, you know, and let's win the and let's win the division. That that doesn't right. that, that doesn't that doesn't do it for me.
0: It, there's just so many questions because there's so much talent in the farm system. Is there someone that they have? Do they really truly believe Shaw is going to be ready soon? And if that's the case, then you don't want to block him, right? Are you, you going to have a
1: are you going to have a platoon of Justin Turner and uh, and Nicky Madrigal? I mean that that's your third base platoon next season.
0: Uh, it'd be interesting to see. You know, these are all things to kick around. But I guess, Dustin, we have to get to the moment that everybody's been waiting for.
1: Now, this is very important. Before we do, you know, This morning when I talked about this on the Mully and Haw show, I whispered because I didn't know if we were allowed to say really loud that even on the Cubs Fly the W670 podcast that Cubs fans might be interested in Shohei Ohtani coming over to Clark and Anderson.
0: That is a bizarre one, isn't it? He doesn't want anyone. He, hey, if 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 anyone can keep a secret, we now know that Jed Hoyer can. But the Cubs need power, right? And isn't that what the whole DH was supposed to be, is getting some big boppers and, and adding some you offense? You would think. You would and, think. You know, and I just see a lot of teams using the DH as a place to rest guys, get them off their feet, et cetera. But there are, Dustin, two legit DHs on the market, and one of them is probably the biggest free agent of all time. And so you brought up Bruce Levine earlier. I don't know if he, he spoiled the party, but let's take a look at this clip. That we have of Bruce from 670 the score
1: it isn't necessarily. It, this is not a pipe dream. Okay, this is a nope. reality. The Cubs are in on this. They're not just kicking the tires. They're in. The question is, in most cases, teams decide
0: whether or to not whether or not to offer a contract to a player. In this
1: case, the player will decide where he wants to go. All right.
0: Again, Again, you don't,
1: you do not interview Shohei Otani, okay? Shohei Otani interviews you. You're not trying to figure out if Shohei fits, if you want Shohei. You, You are trying to, you are trying to attract him. He is like a college recruit, okay, in a sport. You are trying to bring him in. You are not interviewing him to see if it fits. He, he's interviewing you to see if he wants to come to you. So it is very different than most situations. Now,
0: Dustin, this is probably the, this is no doubt the most unique baseball player that we have seen in our lifetimes, Dustin, and we're no longer spring chickens. Um, A lot of times when you compare somebody to Babe Ruth, you roll your eyes. You don't when it comes to Shohei Otani. He's an elite slugger and a dominant pitcher, he slashed last season, Dustin, for his second MVP award, 304-412-654, led the American League with 44 home runs while scoring 102 runs, driving in 95 and stealing 20 bases. Dustin, can you imagine the prodigious home runs he would hit at Wrigley Field? I mean, when was the last time that we saw someone land one on a rooftop? That was yeah, Glen Alien Hill, right? It'll be like, Hill, Dave, right?
1: they'll be like uh, Glen Alien Hill or Dave Kigmaness, you know, right? Yes, I mean, and I, I, I'll, so... I'll, I'll be like-
0: I mean, he led the major in slugging position and OPS. As a pitcher, he went 10-5 and with a 314 ERA and 23 starts, striking out 167 and walking 55 in 132 innings. Big question, and that is, you know, Otani had surgery on his right elbow on September 19th. It's been kind of weird. No one said it's Tommy John, but it's pretty much assumed it's Tommy John, and that would be his second Tommy John surgery. A lot of players do not come back as well in, from a second Tommy John. Cubs pitcher Jameson Tyone is one of the few that has. But the question is, what effect will that have on the contract? Before the surgery, easily. We were starting at $500 million. Uh Looking at the at Bowden's article in The Athletic, he thinks 10 years, $477 million with incentives and escalators that take the deal closer to half a billion dollars if – he pitches x amount of innings if he wins the young award those type of things so dustin i mean 500 million is a whole lot of money but this is a player that is about unique as you can get is there i mean do we even have to ask if we want to do this for 500 yes, million yes
1: you have to ask because you could you could tell me that you could get and i'm not saying i want him necessarily in our last podcast but I could get Sonny Gray, Cody Bellinger, and Justin Turner for that $500 million. And maybe And maybe more, right? I think when you're getting into the Otani thing, it, it's also about business. I think Bruce had a figure. He said he talked to somebody out in Anaheim and that Otani brought back $100 million in revenue from all different aspects so when you're giving when you're giving him 500 you're getting 100 back so you're really giving him 400 you know no no other player is going to come anywhere near that right no nobody nobody's got a return again whether they get Shohei Ohtani or not every seat at Wrigley Field is going to be filled again next year I don't. I
0: don't. You know, I. You're not going to sell anymore.
1: You're not going to. The the people that are going to gain are the people on the secondary market. I'm saying the the Ricketts aren't going to make any more money on tickets because they have otani or not. I'll on I'll I dis-
0: I will disagree with that. I'm, I will disagree with that statement. And we're going to actually talk about it a little bit in the second segment, but um, you know, they're not always filled, and so a lot of times. You'll see, you know, and you see this with every team. It'll be like today's attendance is 38,000. Right,
1: yeah. like there's 27,000, right? I mean, right. That's and a lot so- of hot dogs and peanuts and Cracker Jack and obviously Budweiser, um, which is your probably highest grossing uh, concession. So, of course, but I'm just saying if you, if the budget, if they're willing to spend 500 million over the next 10 years, boy, that buys a lot of players. And Dustin, let me ask
0: you a question here, too. That was, you said, $100 million from Anaheim, okay? And not to belittle Anaheim or anything, but that's not the Chicago Cubs. Right. And so how many people, how many Cub fans that maybe say, you know what, I don't think marquee's really worth it. I had a bunch of uh, friends of mine that just got the marquee for the first time ever as, as the direct-to-streaming app came out uh, this season, okay? So this is the first time they were back. Why? Because the Cubs were competitive and they were a fun team to watch. How many additional people will buy that app or, uh if Shohei Otani – Shohei much-watched TV. I mean, it is, it is is must-watch baseball. That moment when he was pitching against Mike Trout was just electric um, in the World Baseball Classic. I, I just there, – there's nothing that compares to him. And I don't – you know, I would not have him pitch ever again personally if I give him $500 million just because I just can't have an injury where that guy gets hurt like that. To me, he's an all-time DH Maybe occasionally an outfielder, even then, I'd be nervous. I just want this guy to literally put the ball down Kenmore. That's all I need him to do 40, 45 times a year. That's what I need. So, I, if you can find, sure. my
1: point is, Crowley, if you can find a guy that can do that 30, 32 times a year, and then you buy a you know, a, a nice number two pitcher.
0: Look at, and, and, and we're going to go over trades next episode. Do you right. think that there is a player? in baseball that a pitcher fears more facing than
1: Otani? Oh, probably not, no. And then, you know, that's going to benefit. Obviously, that's going to benefit the batter. There's going to be protection for somebody like, like you know, like who? Like Swanson, perhaps, right? Like, you know, like Ian Happ, perhaps, who's ever batting in front of him. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's all kinds of benefits. Listen, we know the Cubs are in on him. I just, we'll have to wait and see. All right. So, so let's Ohtani say. Otani or bus <laughs> Otani or bus doesn't do it for me. I mean, if you do Otani, you gotta keep going. If you're going all in, you gotta go all in, man. Not like I'm kinda going in. All in means all in. All in means like doesn't have to be Mets, but it's gotta be Phillies all in. Okay. The Phillies have six guys making over twenty million a year now. Six.
0: That's, that's a lot. And and so, you know, if you do not land Otani, maybe you land J.D. Martinez. He had a great season with the Dodgers last year. He slashed 271, 321, 572 with 33 home runs and 103 RBIs. Another great clubhouse guy. You got uh, 36 years old, Dustin, but it's a DH. You know what I mean? How taxing is that? And too old, but,
1: too old for me right now. He is again, again, you know, in okay, like Bellinger, JD Martinez, okay, but you know, not not JD Martinez, obviously. In now,
0: now I will tell you the thing that worries me too is that he didn't have to be the premier offensive threat on the Dodgers team, not when you have Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Will
1: Smith. That changes things a lot as well.
0: So Bowden has his contract at one year, 12 million dollars. So I'm just throwing it out there. A lot of of these
1: pillow, a lot of these pillow, uh contracts it
0: seems like right well with him it's not as much because he's not going to get another big contract for him it's just another year in the majors you know those pillow contracts is you get a guy that you know just struggled and he's going to do a prove it yeah you
1: know if it works out he's got a big contract coming
0: right jd martinez is riding off in the sunset but one year 12 million is not bad i mean you know we talked about you know that's not these days it's not much right so you know for a guy that hit 33 home runs and 103 rbis um, if he's going to do that again for the Cubs, you know, you're going to need, say, uh, and Ian and Nico all to take a step forward um, from what they did last season. I actually talked to this guy last weekend and invited him back to Wrigley Field. How about Jorge Soler? A blast blast from the past. You remember, Georgie, from his time with the Cubs from 2014 to 2016. Hip, hip, Jorge. Um, Solaire is now a free agent after opting out the final year of his contract with the Marlins. He slashed 250, 341, 512 Dustin with 36 home runs, 75 RBIs, and 24 doubles. Not only that, he can play some right field as well. Bowden has his contract at two years, $32 million. Dustin is a reunion with Solaire in the cards.
1: Well, it could be. I mean, we just talked about it. I don't want to be a hypocrite, you know. Solaire's a guy who I think could hit thirty home runs at Wrigley Field. So, do 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 you want the do you want the Japanese pitcher and Solaire and Turner? You know, like what do you think of that? Right? I'm yeah. just saying. So these are <laughs> the, these are the 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 armchair GMing that we could do. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. He's young and he can hit the ball a mile, and he's way cheaper than Otani. Right, Especially to your point, especially if we're saying you're never pitching him again.
0: Well, with the hot stove heating up, Dustin, maybe we'll get these answers sooner rather than later. Just make sure you keep tuning in to the Fly the W podcast.